Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. I'm Lauren Elizabeth. And for today's current mood combo, we are going to ride solo because I just turned 27 years old. And wow. I didn't really realize that if I really look at my past 12 months of living, I've learned a lot, like a lot, a lot. And I thought it was just like 2020. But if you really just look at 26, like, whoa, that shit's crazy. So we're going to go over the things that I learned from my 26th year now being 27. Just some lessons, some tips, some tricks. And I think you guys are going to like it. I'm also podcasting in a different spot, so I feel like a little weird. I feel like I'm like way too close to my door, like of my apartment. And I feel like like maybe someone can hear me and they're in the hallway and it's making me like really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> just girly things. Let's jump into best mood and worst mood of the week. My best mood this week was making memories. And I know I've been taking a lot of trips and traveling a lot, really doing that whole like hot girl summer, vaxxed, waxed, ready to party, whatever. But this was really special because I went on a trip with my entire family without our parents. So it was literally me and my seven other cousins. And we had so much fun. It's like we haven't really all taken a trip together since we were super young. And it was one of those things where it's like if we wait a few more years or whatever, everyone's getting older. We're all like, you know, some of us are out of college. Some of us are in college and going to college. And I was like, we need to carry on the family tradition. We need to, you know, stay as close as how we grew up. And oh, my gosh, it was so special. It was so fun, like spending this time with my family members that maybe I don't see as much or maybe I'm not as close with just because we're totally different ages and genders and just don't see each other besides holidays whatever but we made so many memories and we all had such a good time and it's just like so nice to really kind of focus on your family time and do something really just like different and kind of out there it was one of those last minute things where I just sent a text like a few months ago saying do you guys want to go to Hilton Head for 4th of July we grew up going to Hilton Head we haven't been in forever we always go with our parents and the tradition doesn't really exist anymore because people get older and things change and so really just like making new memories and starting new traditions felt so good because we we did it like we accomplished it it went from an idea to us all being there to us all having an amazing time I absolutely love Hilton Head if you know you know it's literally the best in the entire world and it was a hundred percent my best mood 
My worst mood of the week, though, was travel because I, there is something wrong with me. Like there is genuinely something wrong with me where I have not gone to a single place besides maybe Arizona where I have not had to change my flight and leave earlier or something's come up or something. It's like, why can't I just go on a trip and just go on my departing flight like a normal person? There was this tropical storm coming in and we woke up on my birthday and started freaking out. Not like crazy freaking out but just like you know trying to be proactive and we decided to switch our flights to an earlier flight so I spent my birthday this year um on a plane and at least I was like with my family members because we were able to giggle and laugh and you know it was fine but it definitely you know I think it I think it counts as a worse mood because traveling sucks and no one wants to do that on their birthday and I didn't really do anything for my birthday this year which honestly I'm not mad about at all I'm not a big birthday person um I just I think I feel like lucky just to have few people, you know, wish me happy birthday. It just makes me feel lucky that I have them in my life. And so I'm not like really it's not really that bad of a worse mood. I think it's more so just like I really wish we had one more day of sun. And it's more so this tropical storm was my worst mood, not the whole traveling on my birthday, because oh, laying on the beach, you guys reading the book. I mean, talk about a mood booster. Before we jump into mood boosters, though, we need to talk about stamps.com because it is literally saving my life and whoever's not using it is really ruining my life because I'm having shipping delays and people that don't know how to do their jobs. And I just want my product. OK, and it's like, listen, the summer is really showing signs of normal life ahead. We can finally get back to enjoying life's little pleasures. OK, like going out, like getting vaxxed and waxed, like going to the post office. Just kidding. Who wants to go to the freaking post office? Okay. That's why you need stamps.com. Stamps.com brings the same U.S. postal and UPS shipping services right to your computer. They make it easy for small businesses to mail and ship without needing to take a trip to the post office. You can print official U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7 without having to leave your desk or buy any fancy equipment. All you need is your computer and a standard printer. Once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. I have a ton of returns to do because even though normal life is back I don't really feel comfortable like totally shopping and also I just feel like there's nothing to shop like when it's not online so I have some packages to return and stamps.com is making it so easy it is a no-brainer saving nearly 1 million small business owners like like you time and money they offer they offer deals you can't get anywhere else like up to 40% off USPS and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. And with their switch and save feature, you can quickly compare carriers to find the best rates every single time. So if you have a small business or you know someone that does, help them out. Make their summer less stressful. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code MOOD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in MOOD. That's stamps.com, promo code MOOD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. For my mood boosters this week, obviously, the actual traveling wasn't one of them. But like I said, oh, my God, you guys, I think maybe it's just that I've been in Chicago for quite a bit of time now. And oh, my God, laying on the beach with a book and just without the boys because I have all boy cousins besides one girl. 
and they all went golfing and it was just me and my best girlfriend cousin laying on the beach with our books catching the rays and also the water on the other side of the country not the california side is so warm and you can go in it oh my god i just i i'm such a cancer and i'm not someone that's into horoscopes but i weirdly am pretty similar to my fucking horoscope and i i don't like to admit it because i i feel like cancers get a bad rap but i feel like we're also the best we're the best friends we're very good people so give us a break okay literally mood booster i finished malibu rising like i told jackie i would last week on the podcast and it was so worth it i finished it in like literally 30 seconds i wish i brought my other book to the beach because then i could have started it but i forgot it and so i only got to read for a little bit of time that's why my worst mood was having to leave early because i would have loved some more fun in the sun so honestly like i know it's like a lot to ask but if you can get yourself to a beach with a book in the sun you deserve it book a trip i don't even care if it's in four months from now just try to make it happen at least try okay at least try and then my other mood booster besides that which is something you can totally make happen is having a whole me day i literally was so exhausted when i came home from taking care of all my cousins which i will say is a mood booster i do like taking care of people i like feeling like i'm useful and i'm doing something and i like that everyone's happy but it's exhausting oh my god it was like i do not want to have seven children that was a lot to handle so what i did is i had an entire me day that's why the podcast is late i put everything on hold okay i did film a vlog but still it was like i decided to not stress about anything and just relax i cleaned my apartment i worked out i watched tv i didn't talk to anyone i mean I talked to a little bit of people, but you know what I mean? Like I literally just kind of isolated myself. Maybe if you're kind of a little bit introverted, you get it where you just, you, you need to recharge your battery, but I just didn't feel guilty. Like it was my birthday and I literally looked at my mom and I was like, would you be mad at me if I just went home and watched Grey's Anatomy? Like I'm exhausted. And that's exactly what I did. I had such an amazing just night relaxing by myself, woke up in the morning and just spent the day with me. And it just, it feels good sometimes. You, you know, I think there's a really powerful thing and I think there's a really powerful thing in liking spending time with yourself, liking spending time with yourself and being okay alone because it's something that can really like recharge you and just really make you feel like you're ready to get back out there, ready to help other people, hang out with other people, like go do the things that you need to do. So 100% spending a whole day by myself, making myself a self-care me day was my mood booster this week. You guys, the Big Brother season 23 live feeds open July 7th with an all new group of house guests moving into the newly redesigned house. It's sure to be a high stakes summer full of big risks and big rewards where one wrong gamble could cost a house guest everything, including the $500,000 grand prize. With 94 HD cameras and 113 microphones, the competitor's every move is recorded 24 hours a day. See how it all plays out with the live feeds opening after the season premiere on the West Coast, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com BB23 to try it free today. So today's current mood combo, I wanted to talk about the biggest lessons I learned from 26. How do I like say this correctly? The biggest lessons I learned from being 20, the biggest lessons, do you guys see what I'm trying to do here? Am I having a brain fart? The biggest lessons I learned from my 26th year as a person. Okay, let's go with that. The biggest lessons I learned, motherfuckers. Are you ready? Okay. I wrote a bunch of stuff down and we'll just we'll just ramble it out. But maybe these are just some mood booster affirmations that you need to hear this week. And I'm just going to I'm going to lay it on thick for you guys. The first thing I wrote down is you're going to be okay. 
And I think I learned that. And obviously I learned it a super, super hard way, but I was writing my Instagram story last night, just being like, thank you for the birthday wishes. And I kind of like thought about my birthday last year, where I was, who I was with and my birthday this year and who I'm spending it with this weekend. And I was just like, holy shit, a lot went down this past year. Like, yeah, like the pandemic was kind of at the tail end, but like, that's when like shit really started hitting the fan. Like I lost my boyfriend. I lost my business. I lost my first house. I I lost a lot of stuff. And it felt like the world was like kind of like caving in on me. It was a lot of change. And I think like the main thing I would like go back and whisper in Lauren's ear on July 6th last summer is, hey, dude, you're going to be okay. And now going into my 27th year, I just know that it's like shit happens like life happens and I just had to look back and remember like look look what you did look what you got through like you have a hundred percent track record of getting through every single thing life throws at you and life's never going to be perfect so spoiler alert you're going to be okay the next thing I wrote down was your friends and family matter the most I think when you go through a lot of loss you go through a lot of struggle or you're just maybe not okay you realize that like your friends and your family are so 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 important like making sure you deepen those connections making sure you stay in touch making sure you value those people making sure that they know how much you value them and how grateful for you are that was something that I was just so conscious of the past year and it makes me realize like my friends and my family are literally the most important thing in my life like people are what matter and people are what make your life worth living and what make the hard times bearable, what makes the good times even more sweet because what's life if you have no one to share it with and these are the people that are always going to be by your side. So as much as maybe you think money or house or place or love, whatever it is, not necessarily love, but you know what I mean, maybe the toxic boyfriend in your life or whatever, your friends and your family are what matters and They're really, really important and you should value that and you should make time for it. And I'm really, really grateful that I did. The next thing I wrote down was changing for others just doesn't work. You can try and you can do it for a really long time. I know I did. And at the end of the day, it it doesn't work. So I think something that I want to remember is if I ever feel like I need to bend over backwards for someone or change or maybe not be authentic to myself I just have to remind myself that's not going to last and it's not going to work so it's not really worth it because you know you shouldn't have to change for anyone you can grow and you can go through change but just changing who you are and pretending to be something you're not or trying to be what someone else wants you be wants you to be it's just it's not going to work so just maybe don't waste your time and the next thing I wrote down was someone will love you for you you might think you have to change And it probably feels like it because you don't want to lose this person. But I think going through what I've gone through, I've realized that no matter how much I love someone, if they don't love me for exactly who I am, there's, there's not the person and they don't have to be the person. And you are going to find someone else. You are going to be okay. And trust me, I know it fucking sucks and it feels like the end of the world and you're completely valid in those feelings. And I'm always going to honor my feelings, but I think I have to remember that someone will love me for me. People will love me for me. The ones that matter the most are the ones that love you 
for exactly who you are. The people I love the most in my life, I don't try to change. I just accept them exactly as they are. I just kind of roll with it. I accept them. I know who they are. Maybe sometimes I get frustrated or annoyed or I wish they would handle something the way I would handle it. But you can't change people. And true love is accepting someone exactly as they are and working together with them and That's what true love is and someone will love you for you and will do that with you. The next thing I wrote down is depression and anxiety. Basically, mental illness is not a life sentence. I think this is something that I've realized a lot more recently where I've kind of like thrown myself these like little pity parties where over the past year, I've had a lot of moments where I'm just really fucking frustrated where I'm like, I don't I don't understand how people live and don't have, you know, chronic anxiety and depression and all these mental you know illnesses that I have that I take medication for and you know as much as I'm an advocate and as much as I've grown so much I still throw those little pity parties where I'm like why me like why do I have to feel this way like this fucking sucks I wish I didn't have this and I think it's really important to remember that it's not a life sentence because if I really look back as much as I, you know, maybe threw a pity party quite literally seven days ago, because I felt so bad for myself and I had a really fucking shitty week. I think that I've gone through enough, especially in the past year to realize like, it's not a life sentence. Like you're going to be okay. Cause look at how much you've grown. Look at how, you know, long your depression would last years ago compared to now. It only gets better with time and work and working on it and taking care of yourself. So no, it's not a life sentence because look how much you've accomplished already with your mental health and your mental well-being. It's only going to get better. Like you're going to be okay. I think it's really scary to think about even sometimes, and I'm going to be quite honest. Sometimes I think about, you know, I can't believe I have to deal with all this depression and anxiety when I'm a mom one day. Like, I want to be a perfect mom. I want to be the perfect wife. And then I think about these, you know, illnesses that I have. And I'm like, well, this fucking sucks. I just want to be normal. I want to be perfect. And obviously, I've learned that, you know, wanting to be perfect is an even bigger problem than the whole idea of perfect, right? And I'm never going to be that. And I think looking back, especially this year, looking at how much I'm capable of getting through, I have to remind myself that it's not a life sentence. And obviously going back to the first part of like, you're going to be okay. Like, and no one's perfect. I think something that I've learned a lot is I always try, I was trying for a really long time to be someone that I wasn't and trying to be perfect, like I said. And the more vulnerable I got with my friends and my people in my life is the more I realized that everyone has fucking problems and everyone has issues. Maybe someone doesn't deal with anxiety the same way I do. Maybe someone's not as prone to depression as I do, but they are nowhere near fucking perfect. And I don't need to compare myself to them and I don't need to put them on a pedestal and put myself down and try to mend and be malleable and be good enough for someone else because everyone has their own shit. It's just about finding the people that love and support you despite your shit and you love and support them despite their shit and you just help each other grow and you just enjoy life together. So it's, it's not a life sentence. I know it feels like it, especially on the days where it's really fucking bad. Like I've had to, you know, not do podcasts or not do vlogs because I have to like get out of a very anxious state or a very down state because I can't perform and I get it. It sucks in those moments. I probably wouldn't want to say these things to you, but it, I have these moments where I'm able to say these things to you and it's because I've worked on it and I've gotten better and it only gets better and like easier and more manageable. And it's just straight up not a life sentence. 
And that leads me to my next point, which is the gray isn't so bad. Not everything's black and white. The more I've tried to live in the gray, I've realized that it's actually easier. It's actually less scary because when you make things black and white, you make things life or death. You make things, you know, this or that. There's no in between. You're either up or you're down. You're either fucked or you're not. Like, I think actually what I've realized is the gray is good because you can't know anything for sure. Like you straight up can't. So why are you making everything in your head black and white? And I'm saying you as even like, like to myself, like, why is it either everything goes well or everything gets fucked? Like, why can't you just take it one day at a time? Why can't you just accept what's happening right now and try to make the best of it? Or at least try to honor what you need in that moment. The gray is okay. The not knowing is okay. And that leads me to my next point, which is surrender is literally the most powerful action I've learned the past year, 100%. I think that if I didn't choose to surrender and turn my life over, I don't even want to know what would have happened this year because every single thing that happened that was positive in the past 12 months came from an extremely low point, but me surrendering and honoring my feelings, of course, my feelings are valid, but turning over what was going to happen to what I believe in, which is God, but it could be the universe. It could be life. It could be whatever, just a a power greater than yourself, right? Just knowing that like, you're not fully in control. You can control other people. You can control the weather. You can't, you can control a lot of fucking things. That's why things are gray. And that's why you don't always know. And that's why sometimes you just have to surrender. You can't think of every black and white scenario. You have to be okay living in the gray and turning it over and surrendering. And I surrendered at so many low points and just kept putting one foot in front of the other. And that's when things fell into place. That's when the things that I had prayed for or that I had hoped for, you know, that's when they started falling into place. It was when I just surrendered, when I didn't. It's almost like when you're kind of guiding someone with your hands and your hands all of a sudden are around your their neck and you're strangling them, right? You're like, come this way, come this way. And it's like, if you actually just let go and you tell them to come this way, they will come to you. You don't have to strangle them because, you know, either you're about to kill them, suffocate them, or they're going to run the opposite direction, right? It's like that over control. It's interfering so much that you actually make the outcome the opposite of what you wanted because you weren't patient. You didn't surrender. You didn't allow things to move and grow the way they were supposed to and on their own time. And it was the most absolutely powerful thing I did in the past 12 months was turning it over, surrendering, practicing patience, and just trusting in my faith and knowing that if I kept at least putting one foot in front of the other, taking everything one day at a time, things would work out the way the way they were supposed to. And yeah, some things maybe I didn't expect, but the things that I really, really wanted and really, really cared about worked out more than I could have ever imagined. And I just, it's scary getting things you want. It's scary being happy, but all I can do is keep surrendering and turning it over and hoping that, you know, I, that's why I keep saying like, look back, like you're going to be okay. Maybe I surrendered and I got what I wanted right now. Right. Maybe in five years that goes away, but it's okay. We don't know. We can't know. I can't freak out about that. That's fear. Right. So I just have to surrender. I just have to turn it over and I have to keep taking things one thing at a time. Which brings me to my next point of life is silly. Have fun. 
Like there's so many things that like don't fucking matter. Like it's not that serious. Have fun with your friends. Do whatever you want. Be yourself. Like I know it sounds so cheesy, but like life is like so dumb. Everyone is so worried about themselves. No one really gives a shit about like what you're doing. And like I said, the people that love you, love you for who you are. So it's like dress however you want, live wherever you want, do whatever you want, dance however you want. Like literally do whatever the fuck you want because like at the end of the day, like nothing matters as long as you're not hurting anyone. And that's what I realized. It's like, get on the plane, go do that thing. Like, just like literally, <laughs> I, I always say a wise man, Zach Efron once had tattooed on his hand, YOLO. Quick break to talk to you guys about Article because as you guys know, I moved. I have a gorgeous balcony. I have a cute little apartment in Chicago. And where do you think I'm getting all my furniture from? Obviously Article because it is my absolute favorite. If I could get my Article stuff from my LA house and get it here, I would like that a lot. But it's okay because Article's latest outdoor collection is called Desert Modern and they have easygoing lounging looks to long table luncheons to pieces of the Desert Modern that are just, you know, they're, they're made to all melt into each other. Earthy tones with warm wood finishes. It's a really distinct, awesome summery look. If you don't know what Article is, you're literally so late to the party. It's insane and you're going to change everyone's life around you. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful, you guys. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. Inspired by a variety of modern design aesthetics like mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. And the best part of all is the quality is so amazing, but they have fair prices. You guys, you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article is able to keep their prices low just by cutting out the middlemen and selling directly to you. So there's no showrooms, no sale, no salespeople, no retail markups. So you're going to get this furniture and you're going to be like, wait, oh my God, this is so nice. Why is it so much less expensive? It's because it's actually made well. They just did all those things so that they could lower the prices for you. They have fast and affordable shipping available across the USA and Canada, and it's free on orders over $999. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So go to article.com slash mood, and the discount code will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash mood to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Back to the podcast. I know I went through a lot of hard stuff this year. So one point that I wanted to make sure I remember is it's okay to feel, you know, it's like just because we talk about surrendering and like all these kind of like more positive things and, you know, getting through depression and getting through anxiety and getting through struggles, that doesn't mean you're not going to feel anything. And that doesn't mean you're not allowed to feel anything. I think feeling is the most healthy thing you can do sometimes because you have to honor your feelings and it's okay to be devastated. It's okay to be scared do you always want to let those feelings drive the bus and drive your decision-making? No, of course, but it's okay to take a step back and feel. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be disappointed. Like, it's okay to feel those things. Life is all about feeling, and you have to experience the bad things to get to the good things. So it's okay to feel, and it's okay to take a break. The world keeps spinning. That's something that I really wanted to make sure I remembered because it is okay to take a break, you don't have to always be going all the time. But I think the thing that really gets me is the world keeps spinning. Like, not just like, like kind of like taking yourself out of it for a second. Like, not just like, it's okay for you to take a break. It's like, bro, take a break. 
the world fucking keeps going. Like people, everyone's going to be okay. No one's going to notice that you didn't post on Instagram. Like, yeah, maybe your friends are going to be bummed that you like skipped the party and stayed in, but like, it's okay. Everyone's going to go to dinner. Like you're going to be fine. Like literally, like I said earlier, like as long as you're not hurting anyone, like it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to like, like you don't have to keep going all the time because that's when you get burnt out, right? Like you guys saw me get burnt out because I didn't take a break and I had to learn the hard way, but now I know, you know, and I realized that it actually makes you come back stronger. So it's not weak to take a break. It's actually the strongest thing you can do. The strongest thing you can do is ask for help. The strongest thing you can do is take a step back. The strongest thing you can do is, you know, be honest with how you're feeling and take action accordingly based, you know, on what you need to do for the best version of yourself, not just letting stress and anxiety keep you going which brings me to my next point you have to take care of yourself I spent a really long time only wanting to take care of other people and I spent a really long time putting every single person before myself so when I got burnt out and I had to take a step back I didn't even know what to do with myself I told you guys that I didn't know what I liked doing I didn't know how to spend time totally by myself and it was because I was always worried about taking care of other people and I've really learned that you have to take care of yourself. And I think the main point too is when you take care of yourself, it allows you to take care of other people. It allows you to take care of the other things in your life. And it allows you to do all of those things better. And I think the biggest thing that I had to remember is change doesn't mean losing the good parts of yourself. So what I was most afraid of was if I took care of myself then I'm going to lose the part of me that's nurturing and wants to take care of other people. But that's something I really like about myself. And what I've learned is that doesn't change. I'm actually still able to be that kind, caring, and nurturing nurturing person that takes care of others. But And just because I take care of myself doesn't mean that that goes away. Yes, maybe I'm not, you know, getting spread thin and bending over backwards for other people, Maybe I have some boundaries, but it doesn't mean that the people in my life don't know that I love them. It doesn't mean that I don't show up for people. It doesn't mean that all of those personality traits that I'm proud of and that I like about myself go away. Change doesn't equal that. Change just equals growth. That's something that I really like to remind myself is change isn't the scary black and white things. It just means you're growing. It just means you're expanding. Yes, you shed some layers, but you keep the good stuff too. The good stuff doesn't go away. You don't turn into this brand new, completely different person. I think I was always so afraid of like growing up and changing because like I didn't want to lose parts of myself, right? And I've just realized that it's like you're just expanding. And like I said, you shed a little bit, you get rid of some stuff, but it's mostly the bad stuff. You keep the good stuff. Change isn't scary. You're just, you're just gaining. You're just, you're growing and you're becoming better. And I know I said it's scary, which brings me to my next point, which fear, which is fear can be managed. Things are going to be scary. I have anxiety. Shit terrifies me. And I have to remember that fear can be managed, that it is something that I can work on. It is something that I've started to work on that has gotten more manageable and that fear doesn't have to drive the bus. I don't have to live my life in fear. Fear does not mean I'm protecting myself from anything. Fear only means I'm ruining my life in the moment. Me being afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow is only ruining today. Fear can be managed. I don't have to constantly live in fear with all my walls up, with all my defense mechanisms up, just in case something happens. I don't have to do that. Fear can be managed. Fear doesn't have to be in charge. My next point is you're allowed to like yourself. (laughs) That's something I didn't know for a very, very, very long time. 
I even used to joke about it. I even used to say, ha ha, like, yeah, thanks. My dress is cute, but like, don't worry. I go to bed and I cry. Like, yes, I like being funny and I like making people laugh. And we all know that no one's completely narcissistic besides narcissists, right? But it doesn't mean you have to like dumb yourself down. It doesn't mean that you have to hate on yourself. You don't want to be your worst critic in order to be better. You're allowed to like yourself. You're allowed to be confident. You're allowed to be proud of yourself. You're allowed to love yourself. Those are things that were completely foreign to me that I completely didn't begin to understand until a few months ago. And it doesn't mean I'm really, really great at it or anything. I'm just aware that I'm allowed to like myself. Like I'm allowed to think I'm pretty like I couldn't even say it like it's weird like you're allowed to like yourself you're allowed to like traits of yourself you're allowed to be happy and be proud of yourself in those moments when you feel like it you know you don't want to jump in and like start bashing yourself down because you want to stay humble that was something I always did I was always just like okay what's next like no time for compliments no time for hyping myself up and I think that gratitude and prayer has really changed that perspective because it's allowed me to think of things that I'm grateful for about myself and not just other people because I always pray for others I'm always grateful for other people in my life and so making sure to add a few of those things in for me it's good for my confidence as well because it reminds me of the gifts that I have and the gifts that I share with other people and the things that I like about myself. And, you know, it reminds me that I'm worth it and that I'm worthy. And I'm really, you know, it's something I still really struggle with in, in maybe not directly the words, you know, come into my head, but the way I talk about things, the way I get anxious about things, the way I fear things, the way I'm unsure, it's because a lot of it stems from me thinking I'm not worthy and me thinking I'm not worth it. And I think I'm learning that I'm allowed to like myself and I'm allowed to think that I'm worthy of things. The next point is you don't have to know what the future holds. You don't have to know. I don't know what's going to happen this weekend. And I don't know what's going to happen in six months. And no one knows. We can plan. We can adjust. But you're going to end up pivoting. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. It's okay to not know. You don't have to know. Like you can have dreams. You can have aspirations. You, You always put one foot in front of the other. But you don't have to know. It's okay. You don't have to know. Life's not about knowing before it happens. There's not this like secret little rule book that says, hey, by the way, you also have to be a psychic in order to be good at life. No, life is all about taking what it throws at you and pivoting and making decisions and adjusting. And what it's really about is in the meantime, and while you're doing all those things, making sure your life has moments of joy and people that you love and people to share it with, you know, like, You don't have to know what the future holds. Just do your best and just try to fucking enjoy it. It's not about getting to the finish line. It's about enjoying enjoying the way there because the finish line, line might not be where you thought it was. So don't waste your time just focusing on the end game because the real game is the way there. And you might end up somewhere way better than you ever expected. I can fucking tell you that right now. If you would have told me last year that I'd be you know, like in love and in this new chapter of my life where I'm like, I can't believe that I surrendered so much and was so patient that like God gave me this like gifts and keeps putting me in the right place at the right time. And it's just, it's crazy. And I'm literally so grateful. So I'm okay with not knowing because I didn't know that this was going to happen and it's amazing. And I don't know what else is going to happen, but I do know that I can get through whatever life throws at me. And I do know that I'm going to enjoy it in the meantime. So just remember, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. You are worthy. Little side note, being kind is cool. Being nice is cool. Remember that the way you talk to yourself in your head is the way you treat other people. Try to notice that too. If you're, you know, 
really cranky because of your own shit. You're probably cranky to someone else. Maybe if you can't fix your own thing, try to be kind to other people first and maybe it'll start actually making you feel better on the inside. You're worthy of the love that you give. And if you give love, you will receive love. I did that. I've gained that. And I'm so grateful. And the past year of my life could have easily been a shit show. And I could have easily just like ended it all, whether that's my career. I mean, I moved and all this stuff, but I I still stayed strong and kept kind of putting one foot in front of the other and handled situations the best that I could. And it's really like magically worked out. There's been so many mini miracles in the past year that are just insane. And, you know, my fear wants to creep in with my ego and be like, look, everything worked out the way. So maybe 27 is actually going to be worse than 26 because even though 26 sucks, like you got a bunch of many miracles. Like that's what my brain sounds like. You know what I mean? Like I'm not perfect. I'm like over here podcasting and like the fear ego is still creeping in, but it's okay because we're going to be in the gray and we're going to let go. And we are going to make 27 an awesome year of fucking podcasts and best moods. And we're going to deal with the worst moods and we're going to have mood boosters in the meantime, because if anything, life isn't about just your best moods and worst moods. It's honestly just about all the little mood boosters in between. Let's be real. Let's be fucking honest. It's about living in the gray. It's about recognizing your self-worth. It's about living as authentically and openly as you can. So you can just have a beautiful life and live it for you and live it with the people that love you and love them back. Thank you guys so much for all the birthday love. Thank you for listening to my little almost like journal entry of everything that I've learned this year. I really wanted to share it with you and it just felt like a really special year to me and I'm really, really grateful and I just wanted to kind of go through that with you guys and hope maybe it was some small reminders that maybe you needed to hear this week and maybe some thought starters that you can journal about later or remind yourself of because I think we all need to hear these words sometimes and just knowing that you're going to be okay is one of the best reminders ever and I trust me, I know how it feels to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay, but you are going to be okay. And that's really what I learned this year. And I hope to have another beautiful year and I can't wait to spend it with you guys. 27 is like a weird fucking age because getting older sucks, but I started to just realize that, eh, whatever. Life, life's a joke, right? Like what is 27 anyway? Shouldn't I technically be 28 because I was alive a whole year before I was one years old? You know what I mean? Why does no one talk about that? People should talk about that more. Okay, you guys. <laughs> If you want updates on mood merch, it's coming real, real soon. I'm going to start releasing all the different styles on at mood with Lauren Elizabeth Instagram. So check it out. I think you guys are really going to like our first drop. Follow the Instagram, follow me on Instagram for more personal updates at Lauren Elizabeth. Make sure to DM me. So I know your feedback. If you're feeling extra kind and want to leave me a mood booster, go leave me a podcast review in the iTunes store. Five stars, please leave something nice because if you're not saying something nice, that's your own problem. Not going to even take it personally today. But make sure to subscribe, send a podcast to a friend, hype each other up. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.